to as this is one of Frank's favorite songs. Do not listen to him. He is selling you snake oil. We don't sell snake oil, but we provide an entertaining and thought-provoking sports show on 88.3 WXUT. Saturdays from 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. And sometimes we provide a life lesson. Ain't that right, Frank? Life lesson, my ass. Don't be a hater. And tune in to AFR Saturday mornings, 11 to 1 on WXUT. Hola. Welcome back to 88.3 WTs. After further review, we got Frank Vashner here in the studio. It is actually it's kind of cooled off. Hmm. Maybe because I ended up opening the door out there, letting the hot air out. Man, it, it was steaming in here. It was like Frank had Ooh. called the devil and he uh, came no. in. <laughs> no, I, I, won't, I won't go that far. Well, because I was wondering, man, woo, it, is, it is too blazing in here. But you got some blazing thoughts on. So, so Michigan football and uh, what, what, what were your thoughts there, uh, Frank? Or what, what, what was the what's the recap, so to speak? Alrighty, well I'll go off with the scores with teams we cover on FridayNightVictors dot com. Mm-hmm. Now I thought Gary Hoff was supposed to call in. I know I've been I've been trying to get him. He's been preoccupied with with stuff, so at a later date I'll get him. Mm-hmm. So hopefully I can get him or even Chris Schultz. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. So, but one thing one thing that we have started doing now is basically just uh, three of us individually answer some questions like which team, which team results surprised you the most this week? Uh, who is on the rot? Who's trending up? And also, what are you looking for? What's the game you're looking forward to the most uh, mm-hmm. the next week? That post will probably come out later today, so check that out. But first, the scores. We'll start off with uh, some team. Going oh, no particular order here. Airport a forty to twenty winner over Groziel. Hill Jets now two and one on the season. Bounce back from a loss to SMCC in week two. Groziel falling to zero and three. The defending here on league champs, the Island of Misfit Toys. They have to start calling them that. The Island of Misfit Toys. Where'd you come up with that? Uh, you know that might. have... Well, because Groseal is on an island. Okay, all right. Yeah, okay. it's an it's an island. But why the misfit toys? Well, because uh, they're o- they're zero and three on the season. Things are not go things aren't going too well. Mm-hmm. I thought they would be better, given the fact they had two outstanding linebackers coming back. But they are. It's been pretty rough for the Red Devils. Mm. Few other scores. New Boston here on picks up. Up a win over Jefferson, 28-7. Big day from quarterback Austin Myers. There's another here on league score. Riverview, 24. Flat Rock, 6. Riverview looking like the team to beat in the here on league now until Milan comes in and says, what about us? They dethrone Monroe St. Mary's Catholic Central, 28-21. Hun and... I'm going to, here's what uh, Tristan Hines did for Milan. This guy's going to Eastern Michigan next year. He carried the ball 36 times for 164 yards, rushed for two scores. He threw for 155 yards and two scores. He also recorded four tackles and an interception on defense. And he also blocked a field goal. Mm -hmm. So another great night from Tristan Hines. SMCC, I 
seems like Milan has become their kryptonite the last few years. But they got a big one against Riverview coming up. I'm interested to see how well Coach Adam Kipf and the Falcons bounce back. I do know they are pretty dinged up there without Gus Flint, one of their linebackers. Uh, Ezra McLaughlin, one of their top defensive backs. Jace Worrell was another one who was banged up. So who know? we'll see how they end up responding. Hang on. And that one, that's the here here on league scores. In the SEC, not the uh, Southeastern Conference for college football. This is in the Southeastern Conference Red Division in Michigan. Mm-hmm. Monroe gets their first win with a 49-13 shellacking of Tecumseh. Mm-hmm. So they get off the side. Bedford, 55-25 over Ypsilanti. A game that was delayed by Lightning and didn't finish till about 11 and four, till about after 11.30 at night. Mm-hmm. Uh, in the Down River League, Allen Park, woof, they throttled Gibraltar Carlson and at their place, 42-20. to 20. Allen Park might be a name to watch in the Down River League, folks. Look out there. The Tri-County Conference, Whiteford was hosting Schoolcrafted. They got schooled cool. pretty bad. Yeah, I saw that score, they actually. 54-20. He in the four in that one. But again, that Schoolcraft's one of the top, the upper echelon programs in Division Six, so not a big surprise there. Summerfield drops uh, one to Britain Deerfield, 34-28. Hey, that one last week, Britain Deerfield gave up an 80 burger to Erie Mason. 80, 80 points? Yes. What was the score? 80 to 42, and the game didn't finish until 11 o'clock at night. That's all. That's over. Uh, wow, that's that's 122 points. Yeah. Wow, that's a basketball game. Yeah. Well, Erie Mason, they were hosting Hillsdale, their LCA opener, and they fall short, 46-36 in that one. On a good de- good performance from Noah Boudry, their quarterback, but again, defense did not do enough to win. Now we'll get to a game that I had to eat some crow on. That was Hudson and that was Dundee and Hudson. Mm-hmm. Now, now what, what happened? Well, first let me go let's go back. Before the season started, I was at a practice one day and I was talking with Dundee's offensive line coach, Clay Pelham. He told me that we said, hey, we're gonna beat Hudson this year at their place, and I'm thinking, well, we'll see what we'll see what happens. I'm not gonna make too much of I'm not gonna put a lot of thought into that until we get closer or to it and plus I saw that Hudson was going to play Ithaca in week one and they only lost to Ithaca by two scores mm-hmm. so I'm thinking okay maybe Hudson might actually be pretty good and of course last week they shellacked Marenzi 54-13 although Marenzi is pretty awful mm-hmm. but that may be an understatement so we go into Hudson's Thompson Field which is Probably the toughest place to play in all of Southeast Michigan. And go get a win. And, of course, a masterful performance by Dundee's defense. They win 20-6 to over the over Hudson. Again, a phenomenal performance. Stoney Buell, linebacker. 24 tackles and a sack. Also rushed for two scores. As far as in the offensive line, 
led by Ethan Abbott at center, put together another strong performance. And I think this team's really starting to gel after their week one loss to Summit Academy. So they're starting, things are getting better for them. And they've got a big one coming up next week. And the team that they'll play, I'll get to right now mm-hmm. Ida. And Dundee? Yep. Ooh. Ida ended up losing to Brooklyn Columbia Central by a score of 26 to 8. Now, this is one I have. I pretty much called this one. Mm-hmm. Got the margin of victory right on the nose. I ended up saying Brooklyn would win this game 38 to 20, and it ended up being an 18 point victory. And pretty much everybody, I mean, Chris and Gary thought Ida was going to win because they were at home. And I. And there were other individuals from Ida who shall remain anonymous that said that they would Ida would win by two touchdowns. I mm-hmm. said, uh, no, you're not, because I know Cole Partridge may be gone from Columbia Central, but this Ethan Emerson kid they got at quarterback, he is much more of a runner, and I know that Ida has had problems with mobile quarterbacks. They had problems containing Noah Blankenship from airport in week one. I knew they were going to have issues here. And where are we at now, Ida fans? Especially those of you who got in my mentions before the season when I said that, when you said that I thought you were basically accusing me of saying you were going to rebuild. Well, this is for you as well. You're one and two. That's good. That's not bad. That's, I don't know if that's a You're cr- not crow. that. You're, I'm sorry. This Ida team is not that good. So you're saying this is for the Ida fans. They're eating crow. Crow oh, filet. And again, I, I, I'm having to, too, because like you're Right, and you made some crow to it. There you go. Good, good, good. good. Well, at least you're, you have accountability, though, Frank. Yeah. Yeah, so, but again... Big game next week at Dundee. It's also going to be military and first responder appreciation night. So who do you got? <laughs> Tune into FridayNightVictors.com and you'll see my pick next week. But next week? You can put the pick on now. I'm not releasing it. Until- right? Why? You got to think about it, Frank. No, I'm just not releasing it. It's called a tease, Derek. A, a tease? Uh, when are you going to put it out next week? It'll oh, probably come out on what's Thursday. Ida's uh, record one and two, right? Yeah, Dundee is two and one, and one and zero oh in the LCAA. I'm thinking you're gonna probably pick Dundee because you're saying already that Ida's not really that good. And, and but again, keep in mind it is a rivalry game. Right, anything can happen in rivalry games too. Um, mm-hmm. Maybe they might try to prove you wrong, Frank. I mean, think about it. If they win, really, one and two is not that bad, Frank. If if, if Ida goes Except- on and wins in this next week's game, they're at two and two. Yeah, but again, the LCAA is uh, pretty tough this year. Mm. And one more score from that conference I wanted to highlight. Blissfield, after they got stomped by Clinton in Week 2, 45-13. I don't think anybody saw that one coming. They come out and they they destroyed Onstead, 47-26, but it was not that close. It was 35 nothing at halftime. Right, 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 right. Well, let's do some. I, I think you're going to probably pick Ida. Let's do some uh, Ohio high school scores. We got Whitmer over Perrysburg, 49 31. 
That was actually a pretty okay game. St. John's, they bounced back after getting waxed by Anthony when he beat Berlin. 42 to 19. That school's from uh, Columbus, the Co. Anthony Wayne beat St. Francis 22 to 13. That was actually a pretty decent game. It was actually at the Glass Bowl last night. Oh, yeah. By the way, the uh, the Rockets have their home opener at seven o'clock. I believe it should be on 88.3 WHUT. Central Catholic over Detroit Catholic Central 28 to six. Northview over Bowser 33 six. Fremont Ross and Sandusky was postponed because of weather. And I know you talked about that, uh, Frank. Yeah, there was storms and stuff. And the clay, uh, interesting game with clay and weight. Game got pushed back because of the weather. And then someone someone thought someone had a gun at the beginning of the third quarter. So that ended up pushing it back a little bit later. I don't think they ended up uh, ending the game until around 10, 30, 11 o'clock. But uh, clay gets the uh, oil barrel as they pretty much gave the oiler to the weight Indians 41 to 8. They got a revenge from last year, actually. Um, by the way, uh, Clyde beat Start 42-18. Liberty Center over at Siegel 19-14. Uh, they're saying those two teams, Liberty Center and Otsego, might be going to the state playoffs. So that was a good one. Scott loses the Southview 42-18. Jeremy Rowe gets his first win of the season. Swanton beats Rogers. They were undefeated 19-7. Rogers only had one win last year. They're now at two, so they doubled their wins from last year, but they get their first loss. Oak Harbor over Rossford 35-0. They're 3-0. Gibsonburg over Mohawk, 23-6. Olin Tangy, that's another school from Columbus. They come up to Springfield, give them the waxing, 35-14. As you mentioned earlier, Schoolcraft over Whiteford, 54-24. Pleasant over Cardinal Stritch, 49-24. Uh, what was that Bedford score on Ypsilanti? 55-25. Bedford wins. Yep. Mike Vickers, is that his first win of the second one? Second they ended one. up they ended up beating uh Flushing last week twenty to nineteen. Gave him the flush job. Mm-hmm. Wasion twenty one to seven over Napoleon. And this score right here was pretty bad. Eastwood over Maumee, forty nine to thirteen. <laughs> Bowling Green thirty six to twenty over Woodward. And that's about it for those scores just around here locally. Um, but Frank, uh, what's uh, some matchups to watch out for for next week? I know you don't have to keep it all on Friday night, Victor's obviously Ida Dundee. Yeah. Also SMCC Riverview at Navarre field. SMCC has got to win that game to stay in the Huron league race. Otherwise it's going to be lights out for them already. I mean, <laughs> aren't, aren't they going in? You got, you got, well, see, you only play nine games. That's right. Cause I'm, cause right now in Ohio, you get three non-conference games, so next week starts conference play for a lot of teams, except TPS, since they only have six teams in their league. I believe they don't start until week five, so they have to wait an extra week before they actually get into league play. What about Michigan? Is it two weeks? First two weeks, it's non-conference, and then you get into conference play, or is it still a three-week thing? Um. Well, conference. Conference play's pretty much started. Okay. Except, well, Whiteford hasn't had their Tri-County opener yet because there's only seven teams in the Tri-County, so there's always one week where you're playing a non-conference opponent. Right, you got six, six weeks. Obviously, six weeks of, because you take out your own team, so you have six weeks of opponents. Yeah, so they they basically will Start open, next week. Yeah, they will actually open up, uh, co- they will open up conference play. I'm going to pull their schedule up right now. Uh, next week, Eek, so they and they will get things 
going. I forget. I forget against who. I want to say it's going to be against. Uh, yeah, Adrian Madison at home. Home. That should be. That'll be. That should be a winnable game for them. And there, Hare, and as I mentioned, Dundee and Ida next week. Erie Mason's got to play Hudson next week. So, and of course, Hudson's coming off a game where their offense is pretty much dismantled, but they run the full house tee and they love to ground and pound. Mason's really got to shore up their defense in that one. And but you know, actually going back to the Dundee Hudson game, probably would have shut, probably could have shut them out had. Uh, we had uh, not had a guy out of place on a play where they ran a counter, and uh, it was a uh, Brennan Lipinski took it 62 yards to the hizzy, and that was pretty much and that was pretty much it mm. hit for their scoring because after we punted and then we basically did the let him get a little bit of yards here and there, but it was the whole yards for time. Mm-hmm. We're gonna let you get a little bit here there, let you gain. But it's going to cost you a lot of time on the clock. And then they drove down to probably about the 10-yard line on fourth down. And they had to pass. And Hudson does not pass mm. the ball very well. And they they threw one right to their tight end. And he just flat out dropped it. Right. All right. Well, Frank, that was really a good segment right there. Uh, yeah. Coming up, let's see here. We have, you said you want to do high school football recap, college football point spreads. This yeah. is what we'll do. And then we do the NFL pick them. Yeah. Uh, we'll, uh, hmm. Actually, David the Man of God Harris had another segment, another 20, actually 15 minute segment. Anthony Antonio Brown, that really heated you up last week. So we'll take a listen to that, then get into your high school football, where are you, football recap, where are you, the college football point, what do you want to do about point spreads? Let's look at some lines from, uh, so that. basically point spreads and NFL, we're going to look at point spreads for college football and NFL and do our NFL picks. Yeah. Okay. Pretty much. Cool. All right. So David, the man guy Harris will be back again with the AB, uh, situation out ta- calculate. Did you put in your Thursday night game for the NFL pick them? First week of NFL pickup. <laughs> I I didn't, but you know I don't think it was really worthwhile doing because that game was up. <laughs> well, we do have sound effects, but we all have said that the Thursday night football game is probably the worst game of the week. But Jameis Winston won his first road game in three years. Oh, so he finally got to eat a W on the road, <laughs> right? And he didn't steal crab legs. Yeah, he probably had some crab legs afterwards. Exactly. But Cam Newton, though, is his career over? I'm starting to think it might be. All right. Well, we'll listen to David Mangot Harris, a guy, Antonio Brown, what that saga was. And last week was just pretty interesting. We'll be back after this on 88.3 WTs. After further review, like I said, we're on usually from 11 to 1 right after Tim and Vicky's theme park. And if you missed the show, we have it on iTunes and on SoundCloud. Let's go to WHUT's after further reviews. We've got a picture of Frank Bashner and the horse's head. We'll return another segment from David the Man Got Harris. <laughs> 